Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had four kids in four years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes they think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope we can give you something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of Parenting in Real Life. We are coming to you live from our living room floor, <laughs> as always. You can see our setup. We sit in front of our couch. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Imagine us in a fancy studio surrounded with by high tech microphones. And I see pictures of that sometimes. They got their headset on and these fancy microphones. I'm like, that is so not what we do. We have an old laptop and a microphone. <laughs> Who's sitting? It's like one of those karaoke things you give your kids. (laughs) This thing plays Let It Go most of the time. (laughs) But (laughs) we hope you didn't miss us too much. We took a little break for the holidays. You probably did too, so. You don't pay us. (laughs) (laughs) But you do rate us, and we love that. We are up to 18 ratings, so thank you, everybody, who has given us a rating, and keep that up. We would love to see a couple more. Hopefully, other people can find us, too. Mm-hmm. So, before we get into our parenting real-life moment, I need to do a quick little shout-out because today is Alan's birthday! Thank Not you. just his birthday. It's his 30th birthday. Big 3-0. So, I, just... I almost have five kids and I'm 30. <laughs> we were, I was just talking to him about that. I'm like, how do you feel about that? Because we look about most of his friends from high school and stuff. Most have one, two kids, and we're about to have our fifth. <laughs> we're, we're a little crazy. But Take that rewind it back. <laughs> so here we are, just on the other side of Christmas. Christmas is so fun in theory, uh, but I really struggle because I just want my kids to be happy so bad. Kind of. We have too many kids for that. Kind of. Because he doesn't want to just give them what they want oh, either. Heck no. I think we talked about this in our last podcast. I talk about this all the time. (laughs) Because he wants them to be so happy, but he doesn't want to give them what they want. That's like, if it's trendy or whatever. So, just like this conflict. Because what they wanted was a Hatchimal, a $50 Furby that is (laughs) stupider than Furby. I know, because they don't think they even talk. They just walk around. Dumb. If you got your kid that Hatchimal, I apologize to your child. (laughs) To the parents they have. (laughs) Embarrassing. One of our children really wanted that, and we were not about to spend $50 on a little stuffed animal. So, so she cried. Santa did not bring that, and she cried. <laughs> so that's how we started Christmas morning. What did we do? Like She went downstairs and cried, and we just kind of let her cry. And I think you went in and talked to her. I did. Gave her a pep talk that consisted of me saying, I'm happy to take all these presents back if you were happier before. And then... She got mad at me and came out 10 minutes later, a new person. All of a sudden, she was, that's what stubborn kids do. They have to act mad in the moment, and then they come out and like try and play it off like nothing ever happened. Like, of course I love my presents. This is the best Christmas ever. I was like, I'm not going to argue with you because I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> so the rest of the day was great. All the kids were happy after that. There were no more complaints or crying or anything. So we had a rough start, but the rest of the day was really great. And I didn't have to get in line at Walmart to take all our presents back. Because you know I would. <laughs> you probably would. Yeah. <laughs> so, we live in Wisconsin. And, and it's freezing here. 
So, These last two weeks have been so bad. So what they recommend is if you grew up in like California or someplace where there's never a winter, you should move straight to Wisconsin. <laughs> no, they don't. I feel bad for myself and anyone else from California who lives in Wisconsin because let me tell you, it's a struggle. Yes. little pity party going on we over We just her. know what it's like to have sunshine on Christmas and for it to be warm outside and not to experience negative temperatures. But before she embarrasses herself too much, <laughs> I just want to say I'm actually very proud of Alexis. She oh, could be you. very grumpy about the climate that we live in. But instead, she has been researching how to embrace the the winters that we have here in Wisconsin. And she came across something called Haigigi. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's actually pronounced Huga, which is a Danish word. And Alan finally has gotten it right this time. Like, we've been talking about this, and he said Huga, because he usually can't say Huga. <laughs> well, because you look at it, and it's H-Y-G-G-E. Yeah. And so that's no help. And so you just have to... I always call it hoagie. <laughs> hoagie, that's what you call it. That makes me happy. <laughs> so I recently read the book, The Little Book of Huga, The Danish Way to Live Well by Mike Wiking. Wiking? It was really great. It's really short. Lots of pictures and stuff and great descriptions. It just kind of gives you a good feel of what Huga is. Um, he works at the Happiness Institute in Denmark. And so he's around it. I think I think he's Danish. I couldn't. I don't know. It sounds like he is. So anyway, he has a lot of experience with it. It was really great, and um, there are a lot of really good tips to help you bring huga into your home. So if you don't know, huga is the Danish use this word to describe kind of like a coziness. I guess there's not a English equivalent, but cozy is the closest thing that we have. And so. Um, so anything huga is like it can be a place, it can be a environment, like a feeling. It's it can be at a party, like just anything that makes you feel kind of warm and cozy. And so Denmark has terrible winters, um, but they're the happiest people on earth. And so a lot of people are really interested in this topic because uh, I think a lot of us battle with seasonal depression a little bit, and or just hate the cold and aren't happy during the winter so this is a way for you to be happy so instead of going through the book because it's a book we found <laughs> a list of 10 things that will help you huga and this is on mental floss so the first thing they recommend is heat things up huga they really love fires um, they are huge into candles there so they they have candles all over their house just having that real fire um just make sure your house feel warmer. And that's that's the secret here, right? Like it's it's embracing all those things about winter that are nice that you like. Just lean into all of those things. And so fire's one of those things, right? Candles are snugly. Having a fire on is snugly. We have a fireplace for the first time in our lives. Yeah. And it's awesome. We flip that thing on every morning and so the house is cold but the fire's on and it just warms up the house and and looks cool and so it's beautiful. When we were deciding on the home to buy here in Wisconsin, a fireplace was definitely a must for me because I knew if we're going to be here for a while, I need something like that to make you feel cozy in the winter. Number two is bring the outdoors inside. This can be live plants, which we have a couple of those, which I really like having the green in our home. Um, I used to buy flowers and just like every week at the grocery store, bring in some fresh flowers. Um, but this can also mean other natural materials like leather, stone, wood. Um, we are decorating with wood 
yeah. a lot more wood frames, wood shelves. Um, and that's really popular right now too, is the, that type of, um, organic decorating. Mm-hmm. And so that just kind of helps it feel a little less industrial and yeah. a little less plastic. All the trims in Wisconsin are brown, even yeah. though the rest of the world <laughs> is into the white trims right now and white cabinets and everything. That is not the case in Wisconsin. No. Everything's warm tones. And I, w- I don't know this, but I wonder if that's part of it. Is it now that we're here in the winter, I'm actually grateful that it's brown because it is a lot warmer. You know, you get that white and it's bright and cold <laughs> and you don't need cold. Our windows literally are frozen <laughs> shut. We don't need cold. We have ice on the inside of our windows. Like there's a lot of condensation in our house right now because it's new and there's ice caked all around the windowsills. It's like it's quarter terrible. inch ice. It's cool. It's awful. The third one is turn off the lights. So unless it says unless you have a dimmer, overhead lights are too bright to create like a homey feeling. So turn off the light and rely on like your lamps or your your candles and fire. Rely on those more natural lights because they're more cozy. It seems like in the book that I read, the Danish are obsessed with lighting. Um, and so it's really important to them to have light in the right spaces and the right type of lamps. Like it's an art form to them of where their light is and how it looks. And so having like that warmer light rather than the bright, harsh lights um, really helps, I think. Number four is streamline. Um, cozy places can be small, but that doesn't mean that they have to be cluttered with things. So this is just get rid of things that don't make you happy. Um, get rid of the extra junk. Be more, I think, minimalist. Sounds like, I think a lot of P- Europeans are more minimalist anyway. Because they have, they live in smaller spaces and don't have the room for a lot of extra junk. So um, this is a good time. I know right now it seems like a lot of people are de-junking. January is a good organization month. So take a little bit of time to get rid of the extra stuff. Number five is reach for something soft. Texture is a big part of Huga, and so they suggest surrounding yourself with soft items like knitted fleece, throw blankets, fluffy pillows, shag rugs, and comfy furniture. I was impressed. I don't know if this comes up later, but in the book, they talk about how people don't care about fashion. Like, the most important thing to them is to be comfortable. And so they wear yoga pants and like sweatshirts and sweaters, (laughs) like it it's most important to feel comfortable and feel warm and feel cozy than to look right. And I think as a parent, all about that, right? Like (laughs) you need to feel comfortable with how you look, but you don't need to impress anybody. We are wearing pajamas right now and proud of it because you can and it's cozy. It is. And it's so cold outside that I put on a huge coat and you can't really see what I'm wearing anyway. So why not wear a sweater and yoga pants? (laughs) Number six is surround yourself with objects that tell a story. So these are, you know, unique things, maybe family heirlooms, things that aren't mass produced, things you can find maybe, I don't know, like at a thrift store in your travels or something. So just things that mean something to you and brings you joy when you look at it. And keep the hot drinks coming. Ooh, this one's my favorite. Yep. Uh, It's my favorite because I'm obsessed with hot chocolate and I drink it pretty much every day in the winter because it's that good. Um, and it makes like the only thing that makes me feel warm. Um, this article talks about tea. Um, I think they do drink a lot of tea, but they also talked a lot about their like warm alcohol, like, uh, mold wines and stuff like that. I think, uh, Denmark focuses a lot on their alcohol during this time. Um, so does Wisconsin. So does Wisconsin. <laughs> 
Uh, we don't drink alcohol or coffee or tea, so hot chocolate is definitely our go-to. <laughs> I don't know, but there's just something about drinking that warm drink that just makes you feel good. Gets the warm inside. Number eight is set the table. This is all about taking time to be with friends and family. It's really tempting, in my opinion, to like just everybody shelter in your own homes and wait for spring. And then people kind of like emerge from their houses. You're like, oh, we have neighbors. But who goes the opposite, right? Like you should be hanging out and doing things with friends and family throughout the winter. Get out and, and be social out into somebody else's house because you don't actually want to go outside. You don't want to go out. <laughs> but um, invite people over. Have big meals and um, and spend that time together. One of the ways that they describe Huga is it's it's that like Christmas time feeling. They try and keep that going all year round. And I, I to me that helps me understand this. Like I love Christmas because of all those traditions, all of those times that you get together with family. And that's what this is, is keep having those times. It doesn't have to be about Christmas to have social gatherings with friends and family. Um, number nine is, this one's called Scrub-a-Dub-Dub, Head to the Tub. It's clever stuff. <laughs> um, but this is like take a relaxing bath. You can do candles or essential oils and stuff. Personally, I hate baths. Um, I think I'm one of the few women who just does not enjoy baths, so this one's not very tempting to me. But I understand what they're saying because it's, or time to relax, you know? So maybe just find a way that you can feel comfortable and relax. And the 10th, I can disagree with. <laughs> this was like an American trying to fix a Danish tradition. Um, it's get smart. Technology is your secret weapon in making your home cozy, says some person that sells smart home Interior equipment. design. <laughs> um, she probably doesn't, but... Um, so see, they're just saying like wireless speakers or a nest, things like that can help you get the mood right. Yeah. I think the Danish would, would frown on this. I, nope. I think they like to Unless stay you have a smart them. candle, which I'm sure there are, but not real candles. There are. I've heard about that. Like they have remotes to turn candles on and off. Real candles? Well, no. I mean, they're electric. But... Yep. Garbage. <laughs> we have electric candles now. It's a step in the right direction, but still garbage. <laughs> Uh, because it was funny throughout the book, they talked about how many candles are used in Denmark, but he kept referencing how that's kind of dangerous. Like there have been a lot of fires in Denmark and having like the smoke in your house is not very healthy. And so um, I think he was trying to lean towards, you know, if you're going to do candles, do electric ones. But they're happy. But they're, but they are happy. Maybe not super healthy, but. Die happy. Happy. So if you love candles, I think electric candles are totally fine, especially when they kind of flicker and give you that. Ours are on right now, but they flicker and they just kind of give you that illusion that they're real. So there it is. I really like this. I feel like our winter has been better since we've done this. We, you know, I used to be like, don't turn the fireplace on. That's a waste. But now I'm like, no, it's not a waste. It's helping me feel happy in the winter, which is boring and sad i know i think from january to like april it's like oh i just don't which is sad because all almost our whole family's birthdays are during that time period so there's a lot of to celebrate but just when i think about that time it just makes me feel sad and so now we're trying to embrace the winter make it cozy and be excited about it yeah keep that feeling going it's only a week or two past Christmas, but so far so good. <laughs> so I know half of America, as we speak, is frozen solid. Um, it's been 
some crazy weather. So hopefully this can help you embrace the cold weather that you're having. And just to refresh, heat things up, bring the outdoors inside, turn off your unnatural lights, crank up the candles, streamline things, reach for something soft, surround yourself with objects that tell a story, keep the hot drinks coming, set the table, meaning be social, and scrub-a-dub-dub, head to the tub. (laughs) And the tenth one I won't repeat because it was garbage. (laughs) I hope you forgot it by now. (laughs) You probably have. We'll go back and listen to it. Oh, don't. <laughs> so that's it. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at PIRL podcast or or you can tweet us at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm Alexis Tanner one. Or email us at parenting in real life podcast at gmail.com. Or don't, because if you said you don't, look at that email. I don't think I have access. I, well, yep, don't. Just tweet me. I'm super Tweet us or Instagram is probably your best bet. Um, you can also still find us on Patreon. We haven't taken down our page yet. Limited time offer. <laughs> www.patreon.com slash P-I-R-L. Or you can find a link on our Instagram profile. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating. 18 is awesome. 78. He's more awesome. <laughs> How about, well, nope. let's just get to 20. I feel good about, like, if we can get to that 20 and then, you know, go above that. But 20 would be amazing, so we just need two more people. 78. <laughs> or I'm out. But then, dear. Nobody appreciates me. The end of the week. <laughs> let's shoot for the week, but fast be the week. And, as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how. You do know how. You're done. What do I push? Do I push the yellow square? Yeah.